everyone and welcome back to Life's Transformation of Self-Help Production. I am your host, Willamina. I'm going to get this episode started with bringing a shift into the atmosphere of our mindset with the thoughts of gratitude and for receiving God's blessings. In His presence, there is fullness of joy, love, peace, forgiveness, deliverance, and protection. So enter in at your own discretion and let the healing process begin. We'll open with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity that you have given us with opening our eyes and allowing us to be in your presence once again. Forgive us of our sins and restore your love, joy, and peace to all who may be feeling as though all hope is lost. Father God, Download in me your will to share with our listeners so that they would be drawn into a relationship with you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, heal all who may be mentally, physically, emotionally, and or financially unstable. Father God, in the name of Jesus, open the eyes of the hearts of all our listeners so that they can see who they are to become and walk in their gift this year and also to draw closer in relationship with you. Help them to make preparations for a change which would lead to their prosperity as well as move in the now and hear your directions to stay conscious. Help our listeners to understand that it is according to their faith that the impossible becomes possible. Forgive every one of their sins and pour out your spirit over into their lives causing the eyes of their hearts to be open and active to the hearing of your voice and in fulfilling your will preparing and establishing them to wait with great expectations upon having a prosperous greater outcome than what they have perceived in their past teach each listener your way of thinking so that everything they say or do will be the manifestations of what your hopes, dreams, and promises are for their lives through your will and not of their own. Cause a shift to happen in their perceptions of how they have once thought and bring it into a reality of prosperity through guiding them into living every day in the now because it is in the now that you are moving. Father God, we thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. We adore you. We magnify you and glorify you. Give you all the praise, all of us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. First, I want to acknowledge that the music you hear in the background is not my own. And if you would like to hear this type of music, you can download the Boss radio app and this app plays music, worship, gospel, even praise music and um, even music from other countries in other languages are being played on this radio station. If you like to listen to it, it is a 24 hour radio station. And the name of it again is Boss Radio. Okay, so today's episode is titled Trading Day 
resist and he will flee. I just discovered that all of the spiritual challenges that I've been experiencing all these months are road traps slowly put into place to make a negative impact as well as to distract me from completing or causing a delay in delivering God's message. That's why it's taking me so long to get back to this, to be able to put something out there for you guys. But I will continue to write at that time. I will not stop writing. I will continue to, to publish no matter how long it takes me but the thing is I will keep it as a consistent thing and try to do it as much as possible but right now I um, just I've just come from um, I'm still in the middle of transitioning um, with my living and so I'm asking that you guys uh, be patient with me because I am writing. I haven't set this down is what God wants me to do. I have a lot to tell you guys. So be patient with me. So um, more like messing with um, my memory in such cases of becoming an uncomfortable, loud, piercing sound in my ears. This is what I was feeling. Uh, with air flutters, the feeling and sound of vibrations through my body is what I was feeling and pulling and tugging, causing pain in my body. Pain that I have never experienced before. As if it is trying to knock me down or prohibit me from moving. It's focal point would be tightness in my hands I don't know where it comes from just automatically just quickly tight um, my feet my ears and wherever pain would be present in my body just to stop lock and restrain my mobility so at this time I was having problems with my mobility that's what's been happening um, this would be consistent throughout the day and night but one thing I have learned is to go deeper in prayer, to see God more and draw closer to God. Um, praise and, and worship Him mean that everything about my spiritual walk had to level up. So I did some leveling up. Um, I, um, the more that I um, was having spiritual warfare, the more... I would draw closer, it would make me press even harder, even more to um, to get to where I need to be. So I'm leveling up like we level up in Super Mario, the game Super Mario. I began asking the Holy Spirit to teach me the process of what I hadn't learned, which is about abiding in him and his word abiding in me although I can hear the preacher say this or my daughter remind me of this I yet had not understood what it meant to abide and this is what was keeping me um, keeping me ignorant of, um, of my devices that I would use I have been greatly tested on this scripture. 
If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. This is found in the book of John, chapter 15, verse 7. So, I didn't understand abide, but I did understand that when you ask, it shall be given, and it shall be done unto you. So, I've only had only partial understanding of what the scripture was saying and the full understanding of what the scripture meant. Moving out of a toxic environment, having no control over what is allowed in the household because of high principalities into a safe environment with the same atmospheric experience but more of us being able to change the environment of high principalities in our own environment but the spiritual warfare still tries to dominate coming from the principalities of our neighbors upstairs downstairs and neighbors within the vicinity of our apartment my daughter has been constantly reminding me of another scripture that I needed to <clears throat> needed to um, be mindful of. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, this scripture, I didn't have a clear understanding either. I understand it's submitting yourself to something, but I didn't clearly understand um, how I was supposed to submit myself um, <clears throat> what I'm supposed to do and this but this scripture is found in the book of James chapter 4 verse 7 this Christian walk takes some discipline and this will be our topic of discussion for today meaning Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. James 4, verse 7. Although I have been speaking the word of God, but the results from my actions were different because if I would have been praying talking only to God about my situation instead of to the spirits. So don't find yourself talking to the spirits because the spirits just want that attention, which were causing spiritual warfare to escalate in my life. My situation could have had a different outcome. Not knowing it places the emphasis of giving credit to these demonic forces and takes the focus off of God and finding that it also grieves the Holy Spirit. I didn't like that I was grieving the Holy Spirit, so I had to repent and keep myself remembering that I needed to be communicating with God and nothing else. These spirits crave attention and once they have it, it can slow you down by delay from completing any assignments that God has given you to fulfill. Stress is a great distraction. 
It is the most common tool used by our adversary, the devil. Medically speaking, stress is the main reason for memory loss. And working together with it is having poor diet habits. If you're having memory loss and eating poorly, the enemy could be feeding you negative thoughts about yourself or your situation to keep you distracted from your purpose by keeping you in a cycle. He reminds you of the past to keep you trapped in that time warp. This means that the past doesn't have to be years ago, months ago, or days ago. It could be just an hour ago, minutes ago, or a second ago. Some of us are in it for years, in that cycle, and we can't see past it because the enemy has thrown so much into deceiving us about who we are to where it has become a pattern of sin, going in a cycle over and over again like a washing machine. I'm a prime example of being under so much stress in the past that in the past I have experienced memory loss. During this period, I couldn't remember what it is that I was to use as my weapons of warfare, but as I began to pray and ask God to restore that memory loss, I would be able to submit myself unto God, as the scripture said. Then every time the enemy would gain some power and authority over me, because I would be leaving doors of worry, anger, bitterness, and unforgiveness open. Because I didn't understand that these were doors that could be open. These are doors to your heart where the enemy can try to come in and would have some rights to wreak havoc in your life. But until I learned how to keep those doors closed by remembering to submit myself unto God and to not take a bite out of getting even with the devil and his demons, it took me a long time to understand what it meant to submit. And I would find myself going back and repeatedly lashing out and fighting the enemy in which it is not my battle to fight. So... My question is, do we really understand what it means to submit? Because sometimes we're thinking that we're being controlled, but in reality, it's not out of control. There is no reason for being controlled. It is a way to chill and allow God and his army of angels to fight the battle which isn't personal against us, meaning physical. But is spiritual the fight for our soul it cannot be won by fighting physically well we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places wherefore take unto you the whole armor of god that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and have it done all to stand and this scripture is found in ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 through 13. remember satan is the prince of the power of the air you can't see a text coming at you but god and his angels 
are able to stop them because they can see them. The only way to fight what you can't see is to not fight physically and use the tools God equipped you with, which is in his word, the same as Jesus used. Everything Jesus used to overcome by shedding his blood for us, which places us in the position of one who already overcame what he has endured by his blood. Going back to the title of this episode, Training Day. So remember that as a Christian soldier, we are always in training and we have it time to set our walk aside and pick it up later because time is winding up. It is either you use the weapons of warfare provided out of the word of God and submit yourself to God and or continue, I mean, and continue to run this race, enduring it until the end or quit and accept deception as your defeat, the lies of the enemy. When you train, make it with stride and keep it consistent. And keep in mind that you are training all the time. As a Christian, you are in training. You never stop training because it is for making preparations to go back home to God. As our episode is approaching and ending, I would like to take this opportunity to invite you to a prayer or confession of faith. Could you pray with me? Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sins. I believe that you died. Jesus died and rose on the third day just for me. I'm asking you to come into my life and direct my path towards your righteousness. My hopes and dreams are in you. You, Father God, are the source and the only source for making my hopes, dreams, visions, and destiny a reality. It is according to my perceptions of who you are that I may increase. In you, I have my being, and without you, I could do nothing. Father God, I surrender every area of my life to you now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Now that you have prayed this prayer of belief in Jesus, you are now saved. And it is only the beginning of what's to be completed. It is necessary that you be water baptized which is the outward symbol that you have died to your old life and it is brought up in the newness of Christ. It's a new life you put on the mind of Christ. And you must receive the Holy Spirit, which is the completion of our sealed promise from Jesus. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bound or free and have been all made to drink into one spirit. This is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 13. This is said that this is offered 
Holy, the Holy Spirit is offered to everyone who believes. It doesn't matter what your nationality is. You don't have to be a Jew. You can be a Gentile. That means anyone. That means if anyone outside of the Jewish culture is welcome. Everyone who believes. The Holy Spirit is our only way of escaping and having liberty, freedom, and peace of mind for temporarily living in this world. Today, if you are unsure or struggling about which way to go, now is the time for you to reflect on what your future would look like because of the choices and decisions you make today. This is not a time for turning back on God, turning your back on God because we are in the end times. Time is winding up, but it is an opportunity for you to receive him while he's near. Looking back makes you not fit for the kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Therefore, the past is the past. Can't change what's in the past, so you keep looking forward. This is found in the book of Luke, chapter 9, verse 62. You may be wondering when it will be the right time to receive the Holy Spirit. The moment that you decided to listen in on this message is the time. Zero to five seconds. Choose ye today whom you will serve. Will it be God or man? Meaning, will it be that you choose to do the will of God, what is what is um, assigned to you, or will you continue to dibble and dabble and play around with the world, do things the way the world does? Meaning, the world. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose ye this day whom ye will serve, whether the gods which your father served at that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is found in the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verse 15. Reflecting over your life, you may come to a point where it's time for you to change the way you think and the way that you have been doing things if things have not turned out to be the way that you are expecting or if it seems as though your life has become out of control it means that it is time for you to come out of the conference of fear doubt worry shame unbelief in all negativity that the enemy has made a home with you you know that fence of security that you've been holding on to and step out with trusting God 100% if you choose not to do so that is one way of choosing defeat over victory and you are saying that I'm going to keep one foot in heaven and the other in hell just in case I miss out on my opportunity for God to prosper me. Taking this type of risk could 
cause you to miss the rapture. This is double-minded thinking. Remember, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So if you are you have it a double mind, you thinking double-mindedly, what will happen is nothing in your life will be consistent it will be unstable and everything will fall apart it is like a, um, a castle a sand castle built and having no strong foundation and when the wave come in and hits it it crashes it down it's destroyed no more your life will be like that if you are have if you are being double-minded in your thinking you are accountable for the choices you make whether it has been in the past or the present and you have not anyone you can't blame your mama you can't blame your sister you can't blame your friend you can't blame anyone that has done anything you can't blame them for what you chose to do how you chose to handle something or how you chose to live but yourself because when you stand before God you will be held accountable everything will be played back to you shame it all so you can't play the blame game because if you use that with God God is gonna say depart from me you work on iniquity I know you're not enter into a place and we know what that is and you have to keep in mind you have no one to blame for the choice or decision you made because God gave us choices don't be deceived by double-minded thinking. This isn't possible. So stop allowing the enemy to feed you his lies of deception. Just in case you didn't know he is the father of lies, ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and a bold, not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. This is found in Scripture. John chapter 8, verse 44. So you can't serve God and man, meaning you can't be trying to do the will of God and be like the world, live in the world live like the world lives and you can't worship two gods that's trying to worship two gods at the same time loving one god you'll end up hating the other adoration of one feast contempt for the other you can't worship god and money both this is found in the book of matthew chapter 6 verse 24 but choose wisely because that day you choose to step back into sin or turn and go the opposite of what God has planned for your life could be the darkest day of your life and cost you more than physical things, which we think is 
of importance. But the greatest of them all in eternity in heaven. If you're looking for a true reality, this is what is to come. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. This is found in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 7. Your body returns to the earth from which it came, and your spirit will be returned to God and your soul. There will your spirit and soul stand before God waiting for the judgment for what was done in this life, the life right now. So um, if you're going to try to make it count, you need to be doing something about your life right now with God. I mean, getting it right, ship shaping it up, and and um, do um, what God is actually to do: being obedient, follow His ways, follow the ways Jesus had. Your spirit makes up who you are, not your physical body. If you grasp unto this concept, you will have an understanding of which direction you should go in this life. Don't wait too long before making a decision because that decision could make your residency permanent in hell, the one place that no one wants to be. Also, remember that your choices define where your destiny lies. And to choose sin is to step out of alignment headed towards death. And it is choosing to die not only physically, mentally, emotionally, but also spiritually. There are two deaths, the physical and spiritual death. With Christ, you only experience one death, and that is spiritual, dying to self. But if you are in opposition of God's will for your life, you will experience dying twice, physically and spiritually which is glorifying self, spirit and soul unresting eternally in hell. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is found in the book of Romans chapter 6 verse 23. If you're finding yourself occasionally or habitually practicing any of these things, the first one is sexual immorality, any type of sex outside of marriage, adultery, having any type of sexual relations with others outside of your marriage. Your marriage is a covenant or partnership between you and the one you decided or chose to be in covenant with. Plus, God honors marriage between a man and woman. Homosexuality doesn't fall under a marriage. It falls under sexual immorality. It is having sexual pleasures and sex with someone of the same sex if you are practicing and are living under the same roof sleeping in the same bed it is a type of shacking up fornication is our next one which is a deadly sexual sin against your own body and if you are desired to or have already entered into a marriage with the same sex it is still shacking up fornication playing house living under the same roof sleeping in the same bed it is a type of shacking up and it is also papers of a signed deal with the devil and his kingdom and another nasty habit is gossip Talking negatively as well as positively about anyone without their consent or shall we say using someone else's information as a conversation starter and or to belittle or bully that person, etc, etc. 
These are sure signs of demonic spirits riding your back. It's time to break the sin cycle. You know that saying, you are what you eat, meaning physically? Meditate on the fact that this is not entirely true because you are spirit, soul, and body. So your body is affected by what you eat and isn't all of you. Therefore, your spirit and soul is affected by what you consume on a daily basis mentally and emotionally, which is your desires. You will become whatever you give your attention to, meaning that whatever you entertain, its spirit will come to live inside of you. And the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Like I have mentioned in previous episodes, that your body is a temporary housing and that which can't be seen, spirit and soul, is forever or permanent. Words cannot be taken back, so you can't see it. So whatever you speak, it stays. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. This is found in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. The choices you make today will have a positive or negative outcome on your purpose and it changes the blueprint of your destiny for your new year's resolution and i know we're way past half of the year you still can make a new year's resolution make a declaration to walk in the fullness of god's presence serving god at all times don't be hypocritical serve god at all times never sit Never sit your assignment down. Complete it. Continue to walk with God. And make sure you are renewing your mind by receiving a spiritual transplant. Meaning, changing the heart of who you are to the heart of who God is now. When I speak of heart, this isn't a physical heart, but spiritual. It is your spirit. It's the heart of you. It is the heart of who you are, which makes you who you are. Your new heart is the connection to being ready for the rapture and you can't leave earth without it. Or you will find yourself in a place unwanted or of uncertainty. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. This is found in the book of John, verse 3, I mean, chapter 3, excuse me, and verse 5. The reason why this is being said, why Jesus is saying this, is because there is a king, Nicodemus, um, who um, wanted to know how he could be able to be a part of the kingdom of of God. And so Jesus gave him the explanation of um and the um the the um result of what he what needs to be done. And but Nicodemus 
did not understand how you can be born again. And he asked the question, how could you be born again? Um, how could, could you go into your mother's womb, into your mother's womb a second time? This is what he was wondering. And Jesus just repeated back to him again that except a man be born of, of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom. So these are the two things that are necessary to enter into this kingdom Jesus have for us and this is something you need it's, a, it's necessary so Holy Spirit is necessary so the thing is you need to receive your transplant today and stay connected to your true destiny and be prepared to leave and stay erect meaning steady and being watchful and staying connected to the main source which is God and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is found in the books of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. In other words, completing the equation, believing plus water baptism plus receiving the Holy Spirit is the compass which continuously keeps us in position for reaching our heaven-bound destiny or destination. In whom ye also trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that, ye believed ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance, until the redemption of the purchased possession, unto the praise of his glory. This is found in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 13 through 14. Jesus is the only connection to eternal life, your new heart, helping you in making the rapture and getting you into heaven. You may be wondering if it really takes all of this to wake up smiling with great joy and knowing you're free. Yes, it does. It takes 100% of your dedication and prayer and participation for establishing your mood every day and being in the presence of God. I promise you will not be disappointed. Our connection to God is through prayer and the Holy Spirit. Humans are a spirit house in a body. Yes, the body you are possessing is a temporary housing, which means it is loaned out to you because earth is not your home. And it doesn't make us who we are, but transports us from point A to point B. When we choose to live for God, our spirit connects with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit guides or instructs us on how to fulfill the plan that God has for our lives. Receiving the Holy Spirit provides wisdom. It becomes your guide, the help in your times of need. It will be a compass for you when you can't see your way. He is your way for being kept, your strength, and sustainability in times of uncertainty. For those of you who believe in Jesus and are living 
the Christian life, believing and walking the life does you no service if you're walking around without the Holy Spirit residing in you. Without the Holy Spirit, you are just a vessel without any power and a prey for our adversary, the devil. The Holy Spirit is your engagement ring and down payment of God's promise to you. If you are already saved, but haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit or haven't gotten an opportunity to know Jesus on a personal level, this invitation is extended to you so that you could experience a spectacular celebration into living beyond what you could ever think, dream, or ask with God. It's life without limits. Now that you have some clarity about how the Holy Spirit operates and its connection with us, this is your opportunity to receive everything God has predestined for your life. Open up and allow the Holy Spirit to fulfill your lifetime as promised. On your journey to rediscovering what possibilities could become a reality, you may want to ponder upon building a personal relationship with God. And you want to really make sure that you receive the Holy Spirit because if you think about everything I'm talking about here, about what's happening with me that I'm going through, through the um, spiritual warfare, you're going to need the Holy Spirit to strengthen you, to keep you, help sustain you. It's going to help. He's going to help you. He's going to help you still be here. We are still here. My daughter and I and family members who are living for God and have, is filled with the Holy Spirit, we are still here because we have the helper. He is our helper. He helps us, mind regulator, a um, deliverer, a healer. Not only that, free, he gives us freedom, frees us liberty. We need the Holy Spirit. We need him for everything, especially for the spiritual warfare because the, we cannot fight a, a spiritual war with physical tools. It has to be fought and won with spiritual tools. Holy Spirit is the one who guides you and leads you into that. Into what is the spiritual warfare. Help you fight it. You don't have to fight it physically. It's nothing physically you can do. But there is something spiritually you can do. Lifting your hands, opening your mouth, reading your word, and speaking the word, and praying. These things work. Jesus has done them. As we are ending this episode, please adventure over to the YouTube channel and listen to a song titled The Invitation by Nicholas and the Old Apple Tree by Shirley Caesar and the song Cycles by Jonathan Reynolds and No Greater Love by the Mississippi Mass Choir. To get a reflection of how it will be when you stand before God and his extended love for you when you decide to return from your backslidden ways or if you have never gotten the opportunity to have a personal relationship with, with Jesus, now is your time to dedicate your life to him and to become more aware of the sin cycle and freeing yourself of it and also 
the true love you've been searching for to fill that void in your life. No one else could fill it for you but God. We are whole and complete in Jesus. Also, could you have the heart to share these episodes with your friends and family? All you have to do is direct them to the Anchor.fm app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker Podcasts, Pocket 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 Cast, Overcast, um, Google Podcasts, and have them download and register to listen. Uh, and you can go on the web. It's um, wherever, whatever platforms is there is where this episode will be. This podcast. If you are or they would like to hear more episodes, please don't hesitate to click on favorite, follow, and or subscribe buttons located within the app. You will receive notifications of new published episodes. Also, I would like to extend my gratitude to all of you. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you, your children, your child, um, listening and in their participation. And to all of my first time and continuous listeners, may your 2023 be sun kissed with the favor of God over your life. May it be wonderful, blessed, prosperous, victorious, and full of God's presence working through you and working with you. In the name of Jesus, thank you. God bless you.